CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Boarding Party. This is the podcast where I, Jackie Jennings, your host, talk to a bunch of today's funniest comedians about their secret or most of the time not so secret obsessions with fantasy, with sci-fi, with horror, with anything that's in genre, as they say. And today I'm very excited. My guest is a great friend of mine and an extremely talented comedian, Z-Way. She was recently profiled by the New York Times. She writes for Jesus and Marrow. She's written for a bunch more shows. She has her web series, Baited. That is super popular and disclaimer, I also help make. Z-Way is lovely and she is here to tell us all about her number one genre obsession, X-Men. So stay tuned because we are coming at you with some very hot boarding party. Hey Z-Way. What's Hi up? Jackie. I'm What's so up? glad that you're here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thanks for doing it. Day after... Just for some like cultural context, this is the day after the Game of Thrones finale. Yes, we have a lot of opinions. <laughs> we have so many opinions. We're not going to talk about no, that not as a, much. Not at all. It's actually a tease. Okay, so this podcast is all about comedians. Yeah. Who are also geeks, In cars, getting coffee. Comedians in cars, getting coffee. That's what it is, but it's a podcast, so you just have to take our word for it. I emailed you. I was like, will you be on this yes. podcast? I did. And the, your immediate reply was like, yes, I want. To, I can talk about X-Men. I, I want to talk about X-Men. It. Yes, I love them. Okay. That is something. So we've worked together, known each other for a while. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm very, yeah, I keep all of my, my dearest things close to yeah, the chest. Yeah, you keep it a secret. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I don't want people to know that I know who Mystique is <laughs> and she is my style icon. <laughs> I just want to be covered in blue paint perpetually. <laughs> we, we. Absolutely, we'll get to that. That is insane. Mystique, she's naked. Yeah, she's naked. Exactly. She's free. She is free. And she has, I had this conversation with someone the other day where like, are they vines? What is covering? Pasties. Yeah. In she real- grows pasties. She just grows pasties yes. over her boots. Exactly. Well, what a style icon. <laughs> a truly free. And I, st- I like the Rebecca Romain one as well as Jennifer Lawrence. I respect yes. the different nudity they bring to the table. They do bring different styles <laughs> yes, yes, yes. of nudity. How would you... I mean, look, we're off to the races. We'll get back to all the relevant questions. Yeah. But like, if you had to, how would you describe... Rebecca Romaine nudity with Mystique versus uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I think it's about poise versus casual. Wow. Like Jennifer Lawrence is the Mystique that you can like get a beer with, but Rebecca Romaine, you're getting a Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting... Yeah. She's ordering the nicest white wine on the menu. Still naked. Still naked, but having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jennifer Lawrence Mystique might be like, I'm naked. She's like, yo, blue power. Whereas Rebecca Romaine is like, I'm blue. I'm here. I'm true. I'm tried. You know, (laughs) it's just a different, it's a different like vibe. It is a very different vibe. I love that. A testament to their acting. Yeah. They're different personal styles. (laughs) Okay. Backing it up ever so slightly. (laughs) 
What was your introduction to X-Men? Uh, the Saturday morning cartoons on the WB. Whoa. Yeah, dude. So I was obviously Magneto is this like flawed character who has been persecuted in history. And so he's just radical. And I yeah. can respect that perspective as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to you. That was one of my bullet points because I want to know your perspective on Magneto. I'm newer to X-Men. Okay. I've been rewatching kind of in anticipation of Dark Phoenix, like getting into Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the, the Phoenix as well. Jean Grey is a star. Yes. Star. A supernova. Yes. Yes. I love that she's getting her own movie. I know, finally. A lot of the X-Men movies felt like they were, I think it's the last stand, whichever one where she becomes, she unlocks her Phoenix yeah, powers. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a Jean Grey movie. You're just not gonna say it. Exactly. And it's but it's all it's all this buildup and we don't get to experience the Phoenix like in its yeah. entirety. Something's happening to me. When I lose control, bad things happen. So Magneto is a character. Yes. I feel really drawn to it too. And re-watching it, I feel like the movies sometimes treat him as more of a villain than I think he is. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. They don't have the nuance that I'd love. Like the cartoons had a lot of nu- nuance. The animations were very particular about this guy just having like a horrible childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so talk talk about... so. Young Z Way yes. is watching. Yeah, and the song would come on, that song that was like, yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, rock out loud, five years old, like, yeah. Yeah. So were your parents, <laughs> cartoons are as a touchy thing in my house. Like oh, really? what? Well, I watched every single animation. I love animation. You were, see, okay, I think this says. I, as an adult, have a very hard time connecting to any... Really? BoJack is the only animated really? show. Really? Yes. I don't know what is broken about me, mm. but I have a really hard time, like, connecting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe I didn't watch enough as kids. Maybe. So you, you didn't watch TV as a child. I did, but there were certain things. My parents had, like, weird standards yeah, yeah, about yeah. what... And I think, looking back, it's just what they liked. Mm. Like, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Friends, but I could watch airplane <laughs> like what because just because they didn't like friends they just didn't want to watch that's friends. hilarious <laughs> now i'm like oh i get it i respect that as an adult with children <laughs> yeah i do now the mom's yeah. like that's bad <laughs> and just puts on like melrose place yeah, I'm, I'm like, like what <laughs> i'm like hey little timmy watch real housewives yeah yeah truly that's like what it that's was hilarious yeah i think that was the standard um Okay, so you're watching Saturday morning, mm. Saturday morning cartoons. Yep, with like Static Shock, like X Men, Spider Man, like all of those. Yeah, yeah. So why do you think X Men grabbed you in a way that maybe other ones didn't, or I maybe th- they did? I th- well, they all did. I'm grabbed perpetually by cartoons <laughs> in my nightmares. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Um, but X Men, honestly, it's just the story of like these persecuted people, like because um, Professor Xavier has a similar background of being like alienated and a rich little boy. Yeah. Um, so I just like the idea of these two people coming at this isolation from different aspects and like seeing the good and the evil. I just I think it has a really fun origin story, and yeah. then it's oh, it's about like the I, well, I really wanted to be an X-Man. I was hoping as a child that I would like grow in, you know, all those dumb kids oh, wanted yes. to be Harry Potter, but I wanted to like, they wanted to get like, you know, the letter from Hogwarts. I wanted to like be a mutant at age 13 and like fly yes. or like scream and like shatter glass. Yeah. So I do think that that is so many good stories like X-Men or like Harry Potter. Part of why they're so fun for kids or adults is they have this mythology that it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Yeah. And I also, I loved Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong. But X-Men, I was just like, I want powers. You know, I want to go to like a mansion in like upstate New York. Like, sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Take me to Rhinebeck. 
let me figure out that my mutant power is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay. If you had to pick, this is for Jean later. Grey is my favorite. She has the best powers, I think. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she has all powers. She has all, exactly. So that's the situation I want. Yeah. 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 All powers. Okay. All powers. So why pick one when you can be Jean Grey? Exactly. She's by far the strongest and I don't think she got enough respect. So, okay. That's a great... Let, let's move forward. So, young z <laughs> Forward. Let's, oh, like Obama. Yeah, like progress. Obama. Yeah, let's make progress together. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Si se puedes. Um, <laughs> wait, is that it in Spanish? Si that, se puede. Yes, si yes, se we can. Yeah. Okay, From Gotta Kick It Up, a Disney Channel original movie. Oh, my yeah. God. All right, so Young Zue, <laughs> I have an encyclopedic knowledge of, like, you do. The, the early aughts. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I guess that is the early aughts. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're in love with X-Men. I am. Okay. What's next? Like, so cartoons, you're five. They probably at some point fall out of your life. No, they right? never fell out of my life. Oh my I God. still watch cartoons. I voice in animation. Yeah. Wait, that's right. Yeah, dude. I, I love that. I saw that. Thank you. Yeah. You're um on Cartoon President. Yeah, I'm Ka- Kamala Harris. That's wild. Kamala, how'd you like to be rumored to be my running mate until I end up choosing Tim Kaine? Joe, the party has passed you by. Beating you will be easier than denying a trans inmate corrective surgery so they can fight wildfires instead. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited. I love I love animation. It's so cool. You do? Yeah, dude. This makes They're it so awesome. this is like a thread yes, yeah, yeah. throughout your life. Yeah, I'm living my childhood fantasies as an adult. Truly. You voice Kamala Harris on Cartoon President. Is there any... Well, I don't know. Do you not want to? I was going to say, like, can I do the voice? Is it what you're asking? Well, not even can you do the voice, but like, is there anything that you latch on to to do her? Is there like, yes, her, her, um, Kavanaugh hearing. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, that was intense. It was so intense. Yeah. And so that's to me when I see this person, this person realized. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, she is powerful just sitting there. Yeah. Exactly. She's a prosecutor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is a prosecute. She's so. Can you imagine walking into a courtroom and that you're just like? I'd be like, whoa! Send me now. Like I'm done. <laughs> you just become a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alex Mack. I turn into liquid. Oh my god, <laughs> Alex Mack! Shout out! Shout out to Alex Mack. I remember that. That was like a formative thing of every. All boy <laughs> and a lot of girls having a big crush on Larissa Olenek. Yes, yes, yes. She Alex. was like the hottie. She was a cool kid. She wore her hat backwards. She wore a damn hat backwards. You kind of remind me of Alex Mack. Like, that is an Alex Mack vibe. Thank you so much. <laughs> I routinely, in the brief period of time I worked on the Chris Gethard show, I would always pitch a character for me to play that was connected to nothing called Alex Mack but for piss. And wow. It, <laughs> it was just... A girl who was in the same accident as Alex Mack, except she turned into a puddle of piss. Oh, no. <laughs> that's disgusting. It's really it's so good. Um, so good. It never made it. Damn it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So cartoons have always been there. Yes. What was like the next phase of X-Men? Was it the movies? The movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The movies. Logan, obviously, was a huge God, yeah. hottie to me. I always struggled with like, what's his name? Cyclops? Yeah. Scott. Yeah, Cy- yeah, yeah. Scott. So Scott and Logan would always beef over Jean Grey. And it's like the, the choice is so clear. The choice is obvious. Yes. Like Scott was never the one for her. I know. But yeah. they were together since they were little. Yes. They had this like friend they you know what he it was he can't see without his visor let's go to the early odds <laughs> it was pacey versus dawson it was yes. totally scott is dawson it's like yeah you were always there for me or whatever but pacey pacey is the actualized version of who you want to be and yeah. so is logan yeah. and logan loved jean gray love yes okay so let's talk so you see these there are these characters that you've loved since they were animated yeah 
then they become people. They become people. Are and there, I loved it. I ate it up. So you loved it. There I wasn't ate any. It up. Well, obviously, it's flawed. You have a version of the film that we want it to be. But yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't care. Like, I still enjoyed the process and I enjoyed the anime, like, the CGI and just seeing, like, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier. <sighs> that's great casting. Like, it is honestly. So good. Yeah. Him, and also, let's talk about. Ian McKellen is Magneto. It's so perfect. Like, these two could not be better foils for each other. They're so, so good. The acting was incredible. I have no complaints. Yeah. yeah. That is a friendship for the ages. Yeah. And also, like, what a gift those two men are to that franchise. True, truly set the tone for what X-Men could be. Yeah. And those movies, again, back to the early aughts, because those movies did start coming out in, like, the early-ish 2000s. Yeah. What a, like, perfect collection of people whose careers and still are Halle Berry was in there like Halle Berry all the culture all the X-Men had all the culture yeah yeah X-Men had all the culture and was creating culture yeah um do you have a favorite or a least favorite Jean like, Grey is my favorite I get frustrated with Rogue I'm like Rogue like yeah. you can still have emotional connection yeah 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 I, I feel for Rogue but also this sort of I can't touch people. I can't, I don't know. It does start to feel like it's the same problem. It's the same problem. You got the same problems over and over. It's an over, it's a heavy handed metaphor about like being, being not, not being able to feel ever and being connected to humanity. Like yeah. that's the isolation. So I appreciate that. And I love the idea that she can take anyone's powers. That sounds fun. Yeah. But she, she didn't like come. I never really saw a rogue that came into her own powers where she's like, yeah, I'm stealing all you guys's yeah. stuff. That would be a cool Yeah, she was so timid. Yeah. It's like, go out there, like, ruin these people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch a rogue standalone movie. I would movie. love that. It would be so tormented. Like, yeah. that's such a, that's something, something that we can all relate to as humans. Like, yeah, where it's like, I just can't get close to anyone. Yeah. I can't, I can't touch people. I won't let myself get close to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And X-Men I'm, had the best metaphors. They had a lot of really good metaphors. Yeah. Okay, well, that is something that I want to talk to you about. But first... We gotta take a quick break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, we're back. We're back. We're back. And we're going to talk freaking metaphors. Ooh, ooh. One of the kind of hallmarks of X-Men is that they take on really heavy issues. Like Magneto is a Holocaust survivor. Yes, that's a lot. And they don't shy away from that. No, they show it in all its glory. Not glory. No, but yeah. They show it. They show it. As a kid, I'm like, what is this? Like, I I had no understanding of that. Those movies are PG-13 and they... The it starts in Auschwitz. I know. I was like, this is very upsetting and not PG. Yeah, but that's how Stanley wrote it. I know it's yeah. how he wrote it. So they they are always taking on these massive social issues. Is there one? I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and obviously we don't exactly know what Dark Phoenix is going to be about. Mm. But is there one that you feel like they haven't tackled that you would love to see X Men take on? Oh, uh, the Me Too movement. Yeah, what would that be? 
I don't know. It'd be insane. Who's playing Dark Phoenix? Uh, Sophie Turner. Oh my gosh. What the heck? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yes. That's great. I love her. I hope the Jonas Brothers have a song in the movie because I love the Joe Bros. (laughs) Can you imagine if like (laughs) she's in it for you, baby? (laughs) She's like turns into the Phoenix. I saw some, someone tweeted the other day, like, uh, perhaps to Sophie Turner, no English person has infiltrated American franchises like this since uh, the revolution. I feel that. She's, X-Men, Game of Thrones, and the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> iconic, iconic, iconic. We She's have to stand. iconic. Yes, it's going to be a great film. She can act like yeah. her ass off. Yeah. Well, we said we weren't going to talk about Game of Thrones, but one of the like joys of that show to the end, I think was watching Sophie Turner go from like a fine child actor who, you know, looked like what you thought Sansa looked like to one of the better actors on the show. Like, 100% matured into her acting ability uh, so well. Yes, yes. She got to like Lena Headey levels where she would just sort of arch an eyebrow and you're like, you're dead. Yes. You're in trouble. She, like uh, she played that character absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. I could not, I could not replace her. And I hated Sansa at the beginning. We Same. all did. Everybody. Cause she's like this weak woman, but she grows into her own yeah. and, and just carries it with so much poise, but she's so young. Yes. Yeah. I was having this conversation with someone the other day where I was saying I hated Sansa at first because she's like I want to be a princess and whoever it was was like well she was like 12 yeah <laughs> I had to she was think 12. about what was wrong with me that I as an adult woman <laughs> I hate this hated this child I know it's the misogyny oh jumped god out. it is the internalized <laughs> misogyny yeah I think an X-Men Me Too would be really interesting it would be I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't write it I wouldn't I would be I would be so I would be the first person in line to watch it because I'd yes. be like how do you tackle that how do you tackle that in the world of X-Men yeah um, but Phoenix could do it because Phoenix would just bl- blow everybody up she would just blast everyone away yeah. and be like problem solved exactly the patriarchy is gone because so yeah. are all the men exactly take all, take that human resources take that yeah there are <laughs> no humans HR. yeah Jean Grey as just an HR representative <laughs> Who's like, he did what to you? Give me 30 seconds. She burns him alive. <laughs> yeah. Last time you grab an ass. <laughs> board meeting. No. No, that's not the punishment. Um, okay. So similarly, you mm. in your comedy, I mm. think. Well, check out this segue. Woo. Thank you. You and your comedy, you take on what I would say that you're like your comedy is political or at least it's commenting on pop culture for sure it definitely is yeah i don't i wouldn't describe it as political but i guess my existence as a black woman on this earth is political sure so whatever i make has like an inherent you know yeah message an inherent point of view yeah yeah well you and i think that's like you take pop culture current events whatever is happening in the world totally and you make comedy out of it which i don't think everyone does like not everyone is talking about you know amorosa or like the white house and politics and you do that but you do it in a way that the only way i can describe it is like it's from this kind of slant like you're not up there like yelling at people about anything it's very much in this like fun comedic way so how do you balance the fun and the comedy with the seriousness of, like, is it in the topics that you pick to talk about? I don't know. I think, it, like, so the way other people approach comedy by not talking about politics is also like a political choice. True. To ignore something is political. So to me, I'm just like taking, absorbing my entire life in like 360 degrees and trying to express that through my art. So 
how do I do that? I just like live. I exist in the 21st century and I see Omarosa and I think this woman is so fascinating. This person who like uses race, like she wields it as a weapon. Mm -hmm. Like that's so fascinating to me. So I'm fascinated. I'm just fascinating by these like phenomena and we're alive in such an interesting period in time. Like there's so much information at our access. Um, So yeah, I just take the world in. I think that Omarosa is such... And interesting. She's fascinating. She right? is fascinating. Yeah. She is one of the few people to get in and out of the Trump administration and be pretty unscathed. Unscathed, but what and is she doing jail. now? She's not in jail. Like, no. that's a victory. Yeah. Because half of everyone who's associated with him, they're either in jail or like something, some horrible information because he only associates with yeah. criminals yeah. comes out. And she kind of like got in, got what she wanted and got out. Yeah, I read her book. Did you? I really did. Well, I listened to the audiobook on Four Speed. Wait, which who, is the same is thing. Is it her? <laughs> yes, it's her. Great. Yes, and she it, and it's so wild because she she's obviously this reality TV icon. She yeah. coined the phrase, I'm not here to make friends. That's, something, did she coin that phrase? Yeah, no. Let's get something like that. She coined a reality phrase yeah. that's like, I'm not here to make friends, which is just wild to think that this is the a pioneer of like this form that has changed the way our change our politics changed the way we experience each other mm-hmm. changed the way we changed television like, change what we think is entertainment and exactly it's, changed, it's even changed like the foundations of the industry it's changed the foundations of reality we could argue because yes. this is someone who like manipulates reality for a living yeah. and we're watching we're watching that um people who manipulate reality and and i think what's it's they manipulate reality and then they call it real yeah when we all I, well, I don't know because I watch reality TV and I think a lot of people who maybe have been involved in making things fully understand that like none of this, like the camera is set up when they walk in the restaurant. Yeah. This yeah. is fake, you yeah. know? But what is real? What is it? Yes. I don't know. It's like they create the story and everyone agrees that that's real and that's how it happened. And they all sign contracts saying yeah. it was real and you can't talk about it. And then what what's to say that that isn't reality it is reality it's it's yes it's totally so it's i just think it's psychedelic like i love reality television because of that i love it this is something we've talked about i also love it and i think it's the people who have who saw the opportunity that it is because there are some people who definitely got sort of like used up and spit out totally. by reality It'll TV. It'll ruin your life. Ruin. In most cases, it usually does. Ruin your life, ruin your marriage, ruin yeah. your children. But then there are some people who are like, I think that I understand how to manipulate this. I Mostly women, I think. Yeah. We're just like, I see the opportunity in like branding and making a business out of this. And like, I don't think that the show will pay my bills. I think that the wine line that I create and I'm always drinking and marketing, they were like, oh, it's a commercial. It's a a commercial. It's all ads. It's all ads. Is life ad? Like, are are we living in a commercial? Because think about it. It's like this super capitalist society, right? Like we're commodifying ourselves with personal brands. Yeah. Well, so that's what I take into my like art is I try to bring like what is reality? What is perceived reality? What am I creating with my audience that's uniquely for this live experience? Yeah. Versus online or versus embedded shout out to baited child i know jackie we've been doing it forever we've been doing it forever against all odds against all odds it's my favorite thing i love it too i love i love baited because it's like it's again reality in the sense that it's like this constructed world where i'm like okay i'm gonna make you look like a racist yeah all the reactions (laughs) are pure and honest and feel real and that's why they're so funny is because let's let's talk about so just describe baited really quickly so baited is my web series that i made with 
Jackie. Um, she's directed so many episodes, and mm. we you were a guest. Yeah, uh, I was. I got baited. You got baited. But Ooh. I race bait uh, my white friends and family and coworkers, uh, and then black guys too, because I race baited uh, Gary, Gary Richardson. Yeah. yeah. I didn't come here to set myself up. This is society. Okay. Don't blame me. No, this isn't society. This is your show. You control all the variables here. Look, it's anyone not scary. Can get baited. It's, anyone can get baited. If you are a person in Earth on Earth, you will be baited for being yeah. whatever I don't like. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it is like, I think baited is a good example of what you're saying. Where totally. it's like, I'm just going to create this reality in which I can like cut this and edit. And everyone who comes on knows that like, which is so crazy. I know. It's surprising <laughs> that anyone would agree to like fully submit to the fact that I want to make them look like a racist. Yeah. But that's the fun part. It's just like, okay, I'm a masochist and I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it. This sounds fun. Even though I am going to walk away having said or done something Yeah, that is fully racist. Fully racist. But I think you have to like, yeah. But I, I, I guess it's like normal. I feel like I'm in an episode of Beta now because of all ha, the ha, things babe, I want. Babe, babe. <laughs> no, to me it's like normalizing the conversation about what is racist, right? Because yes. we're living in the super racist world where no one is apparently racist except for people with like clan hoods which yes. is it's not realistic and that is like well we can all agree on that yeah except for them yeah you know this doesn't make sense so i'm like trying to make it a conversation that's like okay we all exist in this space let's discuss yeah yeah let's talk about it yeah this is my you reality are, yeah. yeah yeah oh god um well it's very fun and thank you yeah i can't wait to make more i know so, god bless hopefully yeah, yeah. god bless <laughs> so i feel like we've talked about kind of x-men and these social issues that they totally tackle uh, you do it too in your comedy. Yeah. Do you ever foresee an X-Men? Like, could X-Men do comedy? Could X-Men, could the X-Men do comedy? Yes. Could, like, could there ever be like the Beast way- go out and do comedy? Yes. Could we do like a romp? Like an X-Men- yes comedy yes yes definitely because they're so comedic they're so silly like yeah. storm is storm is also an icon i haven't talked about her enough but i love like her white wig like it looks gorge yeah, and like yes. yeah, she's just gorgeous so yeah i think we could totally do an x-men comedy it's so close to comedy it's so close it's a bunch of freaks in a house like that's real world <laughs> oh my god right? just an x-men like mock you yeah Wait, what? I'm I'm blanking. Mockumentary. Has anyone done that in like a sketch? I don't think oh so. Oh my god, we should. Okay, no one take that idea. No one take that idea. The X Men <laughs> confessional. <laughs> it's just like Storm keeps leaving the uh like the refrigerator door open yeah. or something. Storm's yeah, like, it's not me. Stuff. It's Jean. She opens it with her mind and forgets to close it or something. <laughs> well, you brought up Storm. Let's talk about. I love Storm. I remember that being like. A bit because we were both super young. Yeah, you were younger than I was. I we Gaga. I was zero. I was in zero. the womb. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big deal when Halle Berry. It was was cast as Storm. I know it really was. This was pre pre Oscar. Pre no, was it? Was no, it? it was after Oscar. Yeah, pre or it was post after Oscar. Ball. I think you're right. Is after yeah. Oscar. Yeah. So she was. Yeah, she was an Oscar. She was. Winning. Yeah, she. I mean, Ian McKellen. We have Patrick Stu- like Stewart. Um, yeah. yeah, so Halle Berry with an Oscar, like, iconic. Yeah. I wish, I want Storm to actually get her own, does she have her own movie coming out? I no, want that I to happen. So. She deserves it. I think she's so fascinating. Like, where did this ghost come from? From Like, she controls the weather. Yeah. Like, that is the closest you'll ever get to God. Yes. Um, and this black woman, like, what is that saying? You know what? That, okay, Me Too might be hard. Oh, but- Me Too would be um, impossible and not, not great. But I would love <laughs> to see where they talk more about, like, you could- Maybe this is insane, but you could tackle issues of like intersectionality. Totally. Where she's like, issues, yeah. Yes. Where she's like, excuse me, I'm 
a black woman and a mutant. Yeah. Everyone can shut up about their problems. Oh, yeah. You That'd know? be great. She'd be like the Martin Luther King of the <laughs> X-Men movement. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, where she's like, I'll lead you all. I never thought about that, but yeah, they totally could. They totally could, and they'd kill, I think that they would absolutely kill it. Like, yeah. cause it's, I, this is, it's God is a black woman. Like that's the metaphor with, yes. with Storm. So I think that that could be really interesting. Small question. How do you feel about the fact that every time she uses her powers, her, she has to, that eye thing has to happen. It's like warging with Bran. That's what it looks right? like. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of badass cause you see the electricity move through her. Like yeah. she, you can never look more alive than like how she looks dead. Yeah. Yeah. You can never look more alive than how she looks <laughs> I don't dead. Because she's like white hair, white eyes, and she's like, oh, yeah. you know, but she's actually consuming like the, the climate. Yep. Yeah. You think she could stop climate control? We need to do oh, a that's climate a good one control too. X-Men. We're where s- the X-Men stop climate change. Yes. That's it. Okay. So we're going to do Me Too, where part, like one of the main storylines is storm and intersectionality. Yes. Then we're going to do climate change yes do they stop it or not i think that they do stop it yeah through the power of love yes <laughs> okay we're just writing x-men I know that. And this is free folks yeah this is free okay we started to do it but favorite mm. x-men favorite x-men jean gray jean gray well, jean gray jean gray is the baddest b she is the baddest by b. Yeah, yeah by f- by Far. Yeah, because she has all the power. She has all these men hankering for her, and mm-hmm. she she is stronger. She's the strongest. She is the strongest. Yeah, She's like, out of I love Jean Grey. Who uh, who are other faves? I like Magneto. Magneto's great because Mag- in the movies, Magneto someone will visit Magneto in prison, and he'll be like one second, and he'll take out all yeah. the metal from his body and be like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, it's stop awesome. visiting Magneto. In exactly. Prison. Yeah, never do it. He's got to be in solitary. Never do it. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a least favorite? Elise favorite X-Men. Well, Mystique. Yeah. Mystique is kind of shady. Mystique is shady. Yeah. Mystique also has a really fantastic power, though. Like yes. being able to turn into everything. When she turns into the president, that's yeah, awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is sort of like she is secretly always moving plot lines along. Oh, 100%. She can just change what she looks exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. I oh, who's the Spades guy? Don't love him. The guy with the, the cards? Gamblet? Oh, Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. 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 Fine. You're fine, dude. Like there are a lot of X-Men who it's like, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed if that was my power. I would be so disappointed if I had to deal with all the bullshit of being a mutant. But that was my thing. No, the hardest power is when you look like a freak, like beast. Yeah. Because then it's like, man, you really got it bad. Yeah. You can't. You can't hide this. You can't hide it. Yeah. Um, Wolverine. Oh, Logan, did you like it? I I like the idea of Logan. I think that he's a character that needs to play off of other X-Men. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's more interesting in relation to other X-Men. I think that's true with most of them. Yeah. I don't find them to be particularly complex. Yeah. I think the own. women need spinoffs though. Like I think that there's something interesting there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, Z-Way, this has been such a pure pleasure. Oh my gosh. Is there anything you. that you want to plug? Yes. Always. Do it. Please. Um, I have a live show yes. at the Bell House on June 1st at 7 p.m. Great. I'm having professional dancers, um, professional in quotes. Um, dancers. Wait, are they? Because I did see on Instagram. I have backup po- dancers, yeah, for my three songs, Make That's- It Clap for Democracy, Ponderosa with Amarosa, and from Melania to Sri Lanka. Um, yes, my hit singles. Thank you. Charting on iTunes. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> Pop show, it's called Pop Show. Yeah, the, the lineup is stacked. Cole Scola, Marsha Belsky, Rachel Sonat. Oh, damn. Yeah, Friends Who Folk. That is a great Alex English. Yeah, it's going to be hot. That is a great show. Yeah, it's going to be Okay, really well, everyone check that out. Check out 
old episodes of Baited. Check it all out. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having great. me. This was so fun. Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you heard here, and I really hope you did because you listened to the whole thing. So if at any point you didn't like it, I don't know. You should have just stopped. But hopefully you liked what you heard. Please subscribe, download, tweet at me, tweet about the podcast, send links to your friends. Is that a thing? I send links sometimes to my friends, so send them. But please, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. So do that. We have so many amazing guests this season. You're not going to want to miss any of them. So just subscribe right now. Save yourself the heartache of realizing that you missed one of your favorite comedians on Boarding Party. 